0: Hey, mama. So today I'm chatting with Elizabeth Andreevsky about why self-care as a mompreneur is important. Elizabeth is a stress coach for moms. She is also the host of Emotionally Healthy Legacy podcast and a mom of four. Elizabeth is super passionate about mental health and emotional wellness in motherhood. She helps overwhelmed moms reduce the mental stress so they can respond with patience and calm towards their kids. She teaches proactive ways to be less stressed, prioritizing mom's needs without guilt, and ways to regulate emotions when feeling triggered. In this episode, Elizabeth shares why we need to set aside time daily for self-care, the negative impacts of not making time for self-care, and so much more. You are going to enjoy this episode. Elizabeth shares so much insight into the importance of self-care, and she gives us actionable tips on how to start incorporating self-care daily into our routine. Now let's dig in. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of offering all the things as an online service provider. You're tired of working endless hours throughout the week and not earning an income to match how hard you are working. You desire to grow and scale your business, but you're not sure how or where to even begin. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to successfully grow and scale your business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. So today on the Mama Turned Mompreneur podcast, we have a very special guest. I'm sitting down to talk with Elizabeth Andreevsky, and we're going to be talking about just self-care as a mom and all the things. So Elizabeth, can you tell us about who you are, your family, and what you do?
1: Yeah. So my name is Elizabeth. I have four kids, 10 and under. So. My oldest is going to be 11 next month. My second one is going to be um, eight next month. And then I have a five-year-old, so three boys, and then a baby girl who is 18 months old. So it's a full house for us. <laughs> Lots <laughs> of energy, a ton of noise with all my mm-hmm. boys. So we um, we live in Florida, and we recently moved here so they can spend more time outside, especially in these winter months. Um, so my boys are very active and I am a stre- stress coach for moms. So I got on this journey uh, a few years ago, kind of like introduced to whole mindset and, you know, self-care kind of aspect. Um, I ended up buying a course from um, an influencer and it really shifted the way I started to do mom life. And I noticed that when I was prioritizing my needs, when my cup was filled up, when I was not running an empty, I was able to be a lot more patient and calm with my kids and be actually the mom I want to be. And I learned a lot of calming strategies and just helpful ways to kind of like support myself. And then I just decided to share this with other mamas that are struggling in that area who feel like they're always giving, running an empty, feel like they never have time for themselves and they're just running in fumes all day and then reacting to everything. So that's kind of where I'm at. And that's a little bit (laughs) like shortly my journey, how I got there.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. And Yes, it is so important to pour into yourself as a mom. And I think we struggle a lot with that as moms. So, kind of sticking with that, why would you say self care as a mom and business owner is important?
1: Yeah, I think for me specifically, that um, so here's the thing when you are not taking care of yourself and you're running and empty, you're Still going to have to give to your family, right? Like, mm-hmm. want it or not, your family needs you, right? Your business needs you. You're st- it's still pulling from somewhere. And when you're not filled up, it's pulling from your mental, emotional, or physical well being. It's still pulling from somewhere, and something is going to suffer. And for me personally, it shows up in my emotional wellness, the first. For some people, it shows up in their, like they develop health problems. Typically, that's kind of the last thing for moms. But for me, it comes up in dysregulation, being snappy, raising my voice, being agitated and frustrated with my kids, experiencing mom rage. Those are like when I am running an empty. that's where it shows up for me first. And there's kind of a little bit of science behind that. Why it happens is that when our needs are not met, let's even look at the basic needs, literally like eating, right? <laughs> and sleeping. Um, Like we all know when you're sleep deprived and you're hungry, that's a bad combination for anybody like mm-hmm. toddler or an adult like we're yes. not nice <laughs> we're melting down right and the reason is because those are some basic needs we all have and when those needs are met our brain sees it as safety when those needs are not met our brain perceives that as a threat okay so it's all it's just focusing on i'm tired i want to sleep i want to eat i'm tired i'm tired And in order to emotionally regulate, that takes energy. But your brain is taking all its energy and focusing on your unmet needs. And it doesn't take energy to emotionally regulate because emotional regulation is not a need for survival, but eating and sleeping is. And so your brain takes the energy and focuses it on what is important for it because it overpowers. It literally overpowers because it's like a basic need. And then it shows up in like a lot of frustration and snappiness and like just being moody and cranky. Like for me, it's just literally being triggered constantly Mm -hmm. by my kids and their needs and what they want. So that's where it kind of shows up first. And that is really important because we leave memories with our kids, right? As moms, Mm -hmm. when you look back at your childhood, you probably don't remember details. I don't either. But you remember how your home felt, kind of the energy in the house, right? Was it positive? Was it warm? Was it loving? Or was there a lot of anger and frustration and just annoyance and just like feeling like you don't belong because your mom was always yelling and screaming and this chaos, right? Like this is your child, your children's memory, right? Of you. And so my goal is to support mamas to figure out what is the root of like that we need to address? Is it some basic needs or is it some like other things that we need to address that is contributing to you overreacting and then feeling always obviously so guilty, right? After that. So I work with mamas to get to the root issue uh, because it's always going to show up somewhere. It's either in your emotional wellness, it's either going to show it up in your mental struggles, right? Or um, in your physical like headaches, you know, or, you know, sleep problems or stomach issues and like all these other things.
0: Wow, that is, it's a lot to think about. Um, Just the importance of filling our own cup. It impacts so many aspects of our own lives, but even our kids and our other relationships too. And so why would you say that many moms tend to neglect their needs?
1: I think it's because they don't think that it really makes a difference if their needs are not met, right? We, a lot of times we were, at least I was raised to believe that like giving and serving others is a good quality, which it is, right? And the more you give and the more you serve, the better mom you are, the better person you Mm -hmm. are. And taking time for yourself is selfish. And if we see things from that lens, we will tend to neglect our needs and we don't see it as important. Like, oh, it's just not that important. Like my family matters more than I do. And I think that's the biggest reason is the mindset, the perception of taking time for yourself, being selfish, and that it's not that important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just to add to that, it's how our society views moms. It's like this expectation that we are to be like super women and do it all. And like, I don't know if you've seen those memes going around where it's like the mom is like, I need help. And then somebody responds, Oh, you're doing great. Like, <laughs> it's like they don't even listen to us when we ask for help. So, It's like, no, you don't have to do it all. You have to take care of yourself. You have to set aside time for yourself. It's important. That's the only way you're truly going to be able to be a good mom, a good wife, and all the other roles that you have. So
1: I heard this quote the other day. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe for a season, you might be able to do a lot of things at once but you're, it's going to lead to burnout eventually, yep. right? Like yep. it's, it's going to come at, a, at an expense and it's going to come at your expense. Something's going to suffer and it's going to be you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what does it look like when a mom neglects her needs and like, what kind of signs can she be on the lookout for? Because sometimes we kind of just get into this routine of just doing and doing and doing that. We don't often realize that we're neglecting ourselves and we're on the verge of burnout. So like, what are some signs that we can look out for?
1: Okay. So I often talk to mamas and it starts out with always the basics, right? Um, Like some of the signs would be like, you um, never eat breakfast. (laughs) You're mm-hmm. constantly going going going, you take care of your kids, you just drink some coffee and then it's like three or four in the afternoon and you're just like, why am I just snappy with my kids all the time? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you haven't eaten anything all day and your blood sugar is probably <laughs> going crazy and yes. you know and you're overreacting. And the other one is like they're neglecting their sleep. you know mm-hmm. they go to sleep super late. Oftentimes it's because they're trying to escape the reality by scrolling on their phone mm-hmm. for hours. I don't, I've totally been there, right? Like my kids are sleeping by nine for sure, mm-hmm. but it's like I've totally had days where I would just scroll my phone to like midnight and it's like, dude, it's nothing useful there. It's just mm-hmm. like escaping because you're like, oh, it was just a hard day. I just you know don't want to deal with anything." Some other signs that you're, you know, getting burned out is like, you're having a hard time just keeping up with basics, right? Mm -hmm. Like your house is maybe a disaster all the time and you're constantly overwhelmed, chronically overwhelmed. You're constantly like feeling like everything is just falling through the cracks. You're overreacting with your family All the time, you're like, they didn't even do anything. And I just like lost my cool. It's like, what is going on? It's like, and you know, it's not the kids, it's you. Mm -hmm. You know that, right? Like, because yes, there are days when your kids are just like having a hard time and they will, you know, be more cranky or whatever. But sometimes they're just being kids and you're overreacting because you're struggling, not because they're struggling. It's because you are in a hard time, you know, you're experiencing a hard moment like we talked about like oftentimes it's like you're having health issues like headaches and sleep problems because you're just going going and doing doing too much it's hard for you to like sit down and rest and when you do you feel like you are like being lazy cuz you're just you're like why why am i sitting and resting i always have to do stuff that was my <laughs> thing i always felt like i had to be Productive as a mm-hmm. mom. Um, that was like back to like the way my mom is. She always is productive, and her mom is like that too. And so then I got this internal internal thought that I have to be always productive. Otherwise, I'm lazy and not a good mom. Mm-hmm. And so like I used to always constantly go, go go go, wanting to escape just the reality. Have you ever like we talked about scrolling on your phone, but just wanting to escape because everything just feels like too much and too overwhelming. Not so much like anxiety in the sense of like, oh, you're worrying about something bad that may happen, but it's just like, there's just so much heaviness. There's so much to do. I'm always running late. I'm always behind. The house is always a mess. I'm constantly overreacting. I don't have a moment to myself. And when I do have that moment, I feel so guilty. Like I constantly have to do stuff. And I can't show up the best way for my kids, and I can't show up the best way for myself. And I feel like a chaos, an internal mess all the time. Those mm-hmm. are some signs you're getting burned out.
0: Wow. Yeah. Definitely can relate to that. Like you're saying, not necessarily like escaping reality, but you're just so overwhelmed with everything you have to do that you just do nothing and scroll on your phone. Um, So definitely have been guilty of that. (laughs) Yeah. So what strategies can a mom implement to calm her nervous system when she's feeling overwhelmed or burnt out from a lack of self-care?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I do teach in my program and just in general for the mamas that listen to my podcast is that If you're going to wait till feeling burned out to do something about it, it's not going to restore you in the sense of like, it will help you for a little bit, but it's not going to support you Mm long-term. So the things that I do teach are literally proactive things that you do on a regular basis. It's like you are creating like a life that is supportive, like a lifestyle. right? And so Oftentimes, it starts like reflecting and looking at your day and your schedule. Where am I doing too much? Where am I spread too thin? And what can I let go of or delegate? Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, you cannot do everything. You can't. That's why you're burned out. Mm-hmm. That's why you're overwhelmed. So, there are going to be things in certain seasons in your life that you're just going to have to let go and just let them be. Okay. And so then you kind of look at like, okay, how can I create things that feel restorative to me on a regular basis? I like daily, like for me, it's daily. Mm -hmm. And so I have four kids. How does this look like for me? I get up in the mornings before my kids and I create stillness and grounding. And I'm sure maybe you know, as a entrepreneur. And I think a lot of us know who are entrepreneurs, the benefits of meditations and journaling. There's like a whole, if you're an entrepreneur, this is like the the biggest self-development you'll ever do in (laughs) your life, right? And one of them, like a lot of them start out with like um, meditations and getting still and journaling and gratitude. Those are things that are beneficial, not just for entrepreneurs, but for everybody and especially for moms to calm your nervous system, to literally just be, right? So I'll get up, I'll make my coffee. I will go sit down on the couch, take out my gratitude journal, and I'll write things that I'm grateful for. Then they'll take out my regular journal and just pour down like what's been like, on my thoughts, if anything feels heavy, if not, I'll just go straight to reading the Bible. I'm a Christian, so I'll read the Bible. Um, sometimes it's self-development books. Um, then I do meditations. I do at least five minutes every day. Like, I, I've done 20-minute meditations. I can't do stillness <laughs> that long <laughs> in the sense of like, I feel like my mind does get to wander, but five mm-hmm. minutes, five to 10 minutes I can do. So um, I have found meditations that I really like. And I will just, YouTube has amazing meditations mm-hmm. too um, for like stress and relief and stuff. But um, meditations is really good to calm my nervous system and ground me. So then when my kids get up, I'm not frustrated by them. I'm not agitated. I'm not in reactive mode. And even if they are melting down, I can ha- can't handle so much more because my tolerance level is so much higher. Because I'm not a eight out of ten when ten is my max. Right when you blow up and explode, I'm like a two, maybe even a one. Because I internally filled my cup, that makes me feel good. Some people like to move their body. I like I'm not a person into fitness. <laughs> like I like to take walks and do stretches. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> so, but. Like, that is another thing that you can do. So, for me, I do it in the mornings because, like, I feel like a morning routine was really crucial. Like, it just sets you up for success. Obviously, if you have tiny little ones that get up a ton of times in the night, like, it's just not the yeah. season for it. I get it. Yes. I feel you. I've been there. So, when my youngest one was born, one of the things that I would do every time I would nurse her. I would just use that time. So tempting to just scroll on your phone. Like, so tempting. But I would use that time to literally just take deep breaths and like visualize a calm, peaceful place. And so like, then I'm calm. And then that like energy, that calm energy like transfers into her. So taking before I do anything on my phone. I could set a timer for five minutes and take deep breaths to just call my nervous system. And so when you do things like that proactively on a regular basis, like it's part of your daily ritual, like Mm -hmm. you will be a lot less reactive. Those are some of the practices that truly help you like calm your nervous system and feel restorative. I live in Florida right now. So it's super nice outside most days come outside and just sit in nature for five minutes. So oftentimes, before I go pick up my boys from school, I will go sit outside in sunshine for five minutes and just close my eyes and let the sun shine my face and just sit there for five minutes. It does not have to be long. Sometimes it's in the pickup line. When I'm picking up my kids in school, my baby's in the car seat, I'm just sitting in the car and I turn off all the music, turn off any podcast or anything. And I just sit there in silence and take deep breaths and like relax my shoulders with every breath and be like, I am calm. I am grounded. I am peaceful. And then my kids get in the car and I'm able to show up for them as that mom that I want to be. So I am an introvert and highly sensitive. Um, and so I need those pockets in my day to be that mom I want to be, right? And Mm -hmm. so I usually have that time in the morning and I will have a pocket of maybe 10 minutes before I go pick up my kids from school. And then I will also in the evening, my kids go to bed at a reasonable time. (laughs) I mean, the baby goes to sleep at seven, the boys go to sleep at eight. So by nine, they're all sleeping. And so then I
0: have time for myself again. Mm. Uh, Those are all great strategies you said. So many great things. Um, So I journal, um, and like you, I'm also a Christian. So just taking that time in the mornings to spend time in God's Word and prayer. Like if I don't start my day that way, my day is just going to be horrible.
1: Yeah, you feel the impact. You feel the difference. Oh yeah. Here's (laughs) the thing I want to tell you, mamas. If you think it's not going to make a difference. Try it for mm-hmm. two weeks and you will notice a significant difference because then when it's not there, when you miss that morning routine, you're going to be like, yeah. oh, wow, I really notice it.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. That's how I am when I don't do it. It's just the day is chaotic. I'm overwhelmed and stressed and everything. So it makes a world of a difference. And I think especially because you know my audience are, are moms of little, so like kids that are five and younger who- you know, still waking up early or different things like that are still dependent upon them. So like getting up an hour or so before your kids wake up makes a world of a difference just to have that time to yourself, whether it's to journal, pray, read your Bible, sit and drink a cup of coffee where you can drink it and it's still hot, you know, just take that time for yourself to start your day and you'll notice a huge difference for sure. Yeah.
1: And let me give you a tip. If you are one of those people like me who gets tempted to scroll on your phone in the evening and get down the rabbit hole of Reels or YouTube shorts or TikToks or whatever, you can set a password or do like app limits on your phone where your apps shut off. At like 9 p.m. And if you're the one that tends to bypass that password, have your spouse or friend pick a password you don't know. So then you won't bypass it. So that way, like literally, I think the biggest time sucker for us in the evenings that prevents us from going to sleep at a reasonable time for a lot of us is being on our phone. Like, I'm not even joking. It's like Mm -hmm. this, like, we don't read books nowadays, we don't do anything that's like, Supportive, so many of us, and I've been there myself, and still have days like that where it's just we're on our phones to just like escape ugh, a hard day, and then we don't go to sleep at a reasonable time, and then it's hard to get up in the morning, right?
0: Yep, never ending cycle. Like even for me, like during like my working hours, I put my phone on the do not disturb, um, and I have like an actual work block. And so for those hours, I can't see any of like the notifications on my phone or anything like that. Like the only thing that can come through are phone calls. And that's like in case like my kids school calls me or anything like that. But yeah, it, our phones are just so distracting. And like you said, going down that rabbit hole of reels and all of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, taking a break from your phone is important.
1: Yes, or even putting your phone in a different room—that's what I need. Yes, like or across the room, so it's not next to you. thats I, I think my phone is probably the biggest distraction. When I reflect on my weeks and be like, "Okay, what worked this week? What didn't?" Every time when the things that don't work, I'm like, oh, "Scroll too much on my phone. Spend too much time scrolling." It really like is such, such a time waster for us.
0: Hmm. Agreed. Okay, so what are some simple steps that a mompreneur can take to start implementing self-care into her daily routine?
1: Yeah, so are most of your moms like married or single? Um, it's a mix. So there's a few things. One of them is if you have a spouse communicating with your spouse that you need some extra support. And maybe agreeing in an evening that they could put the kids to bed so you can have some time for yourself. That could be one, or like a day out of the house, you know, where you can not just run errands, but just go take take care of yourself to just be right. Walk around Target just chilling, you know, with yeah. some coffee or something. Another one is I used to in Minnesota when we lived there, when all my kids were more kids I had during the day with me, but mm-hmm. I used to have a gym membership and I would put them in the daycare center and, and I was two and a half hours. This was pre-COVID and I was able to have some time for myself. Those are like some practical things, right? Like where you can create some time for yourself. I, and like they had like a coffee shop. I could just like sit, read. I could, you know, work if I wanted to. And then the other thing is like you could, um, if you have family nearby, ask grandma to babysit the kids for a little bit so you can have some time for yourself. Um, you could use that time to do focused work, or you can just go use that time to just go get a massage or go sit outside. And if it's nice outside and just read a book and just chill, go take a nap, right? Right anything, anything to kind of like refill. It's like, what do you need in that time? What is going to help you feel better? Like sometimes I have things on my to-do list, but I'm like a nap would actually help me feel better. Like Mm -hmm. I actually need a nap. What does my body need? Sometimes it's like, yeah, with your kids. And if they get up early in the mornings, I have this um timer. Here I do have this timer. They they sell it at Amazon, but like if your kids are around two, I think they start understanding. But it's like this timer where um where you know it, it block it's a 16 minute timer, but you know, it's they can see how much time is left and it's like colored for them. And so um you can start out with like 15 minutes and be like, Okay, this is mama's alone time. Okay, so You are going to – if you get up early in the morning and, you know, until the timer rings, you still need to quietly stay in your room. And, like, you have toys to play. You can give them a snack or something like that. But, like, teaching them to respect your time, I think Mm -hmm. the timers are great. Like, they work really, really well for me and my kids. And, like, giving them something that they will quietly play with. My kids actually sleep normally till 7 So and I get up earlier before that. So that's not so much of a problem. Um, Midday, I will create some time for myself and alone time. So when my kids are home during the day, like if it's a weekend or they have no school, we always have quiet time. And granted, my oldest is almost 11. We always have quiet time. And I usually do it when the baby sleeps. And then I will separate the boys into separate parts of the house. They're by themselves. They all have Some sort of toy they're playing with that is either Legos or, you know, magnet blocks or something like that, that's going to keep them occupied and keep them creative, you know. And so we'll, I'll turn on the timer for them for 60 minutes and then they can sometimes listen to a podcast or, you know, an audio book or something like that to keep their mind engaged too. So they're not as bored. But that keeps them kind of occupied and gives me that space. And then I normally do a reward. I'd be like, okay, if you stay quiet for one hour and you don't come out, then when you're done, then you get to watch some cartoons until your sister wakes up. And so that's kind of like how we do it in our house.
0: Okay. Those are all really great tips. Um, Thank you so much for sharing. So, As we wrap up, I would love for you to share how my audience can connect with you and learn more about your services.
1: Yeah. So I made a specific landing page for your uh, listeners with some freebies where you can uh, download. And one of them is a video training, how to feel less triggered (laughs) by your kids. And another one is uh, positive affirmations for when you lost your cool with your kids. I don't know about you, but I definitely experienced mom guilt (laughs) with that. So not to go down the rabbit hole of mom guilt. And so some positive affirmations um, that you can listen to. And also um, you can listen to my podcast. I have a podcast that teaches Mm -hmm. all these things and deeper and more. It's called Emotionally Healthy Legacy. That's where I show up every single week and give you something helpful And valuable. And I normally hang out on Instagram. That's kind of my number one platform, also under the same name, Emotionally Healthy Legacy. So come over, say hi. I would love to meet you.
0: Awesome. I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes. Well, thank you again so much for just sharing your wisdom and really helping us in understanding the importance of self care. Thank you for having me. No problem. Mama, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast just gave you the confidence boost and insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, will you do me a huge favor and share this episode with all your mompreneur friends? Sharing this episode and leaving a review will help us to reach all the mamas out there who are ready to take their current business to the next level without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing mama, much love, and I will chat with you again soon.